I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about I guess you never loved me. So, oftentimes when we're going through a breakup, we can be extremely sensitive. We're all over the place emotionally. We're not thinking clearly. We're terrified. We're anxious. We're angry. We're sad. We're going through a lot of different feelings and we're just kind of all over the place. And we can often say things that we don't mean. We can lash out. We can try and become controlling and manipulative because that anxiety causes us to lose emotional self-control. Now, our beliefs always have a huge impact on how we view the world, how we view our relationships, everything that goes on in your life. If you believe that watching my videos every day helps you learn and grow and feel better, then you're obviously going to look forward to them and be excited for whatever I'm sharing. If you believe that watching videos to learn doesn't help you, then of course you're not going to put on a video. See, it's the belief about how you view things that affects everything. So, we have beliefs about our partner. Whether we're aware of these beliefs or they're unconscious in the back of our mind, they're there. And if you think that your partner doesn't care about you, then every little thing that they do that could be construed as they don't care about you, you're going to see it like a big red flag, like, whoa, you don't care about me. So, you're going to feel hurt and you're going to lash out. And the interesting thing is that it can be real or it could be imagined. That's the interesting thing about it is that your beliefs are going to look at something and interpret it based on how you believe it. So, quick example. If you believe in God and you see maybe somebody get cured of cancer, then you're going to say, wow, God saved this person. God really had an impact. If you don't believe in God and you see the person get cured from cancer, you're going to be like, well, thank I was going to say thank God. <laughs> thank goodness for all of our modern medicine for saving this person. It all has to do with what you believe. And I'm not going to sit here and say what you should or shouldn't believe. I'm just saying you need to be aware of it because it's going to have a huge impact on everything that you do. So, in this video, I have a couple that was dating for about six months and I thought this was a good way to show how the guy's uh, beliefs really impacted this breakup. So he says, we've talked to each other for about six months. We've known each other ever since high school for around two years. Her father was an alcoholic and attempted to murder her and her mother at one point by carbon monoxide poisoning. Wow! Can you imagine the impact 
that this would have on this girl's life. She was almost murdered by her father. This is absolutely terrifying and unbelievable. You can imagine the long-lasting effects of that trauma, because that would be extremely traumatic to have your father want to try and kill you. I mean, literally try to. Uh, I wish I had some more information on that, uh, because what a huge impact that would truly have, right? I mean, how could you trust people if your own father is trying to kill you? I mean, even Darth Vader didn't do that, right? He knew better. <laughs> Since the mother and father divorced, Oh, they got a divorce after the attempted murder. What do you? What a surprise! There were visitation guidelines to follow. Well, that's good news. Imagine having to come visit your father after he tried to murder you. Oh my gosh, that would be awful. She would have to visit her father, who would either scream at her if she expressed any feelings of being upset or unhappy. Or she coped with her internal struggles and dissatisfaction by keeping her feelings to herself. That's so traumatic, she might actually dissociate in that kind of severe setting, depending upon how severe it is. Uh, that is why, or part of the reasons why people dissociate is they can't deal with the stress. I was talking to Margaret about this yesterday, uh, dissociating and... One of the other options is psychosis. That if we go into psychosis because we can't handle reality. Our brain can only handle so much. This is why I always tell you guys, you got to talk about it. You got to deal with this pain of the breakup. I know a lot of you guys are watching the videos every day and learning from it. I think it's excellent. But I highly recommend that you either find a therapist in your area just so you can talk about it or sign up for a Skype so you can talk about it with me because we really do heal by talking about it and believe me Margaret got that into my brain over and over and over again over the past oh I don't know I guess over 10 years now that I've known her all right so he says that the biological father traumatized her by driving drunk on the road while she was in the car with him Man, this girl has had it rough. She would tell her father to stop, and he wouldn't listen to her. And there have been instances where she almost fell off a cliff with her father. Fell off a cliff. Let's use those terms lo lo loosely. Can't even speak here. I'm so, like, thrown off by this. Like, she's looking over the cliff. If that was your father, the last place I would go with him is to look at the edge of a cliff. You know the whole time he's just like, like, seriously, this is really messed up. Um, if your dad had tried to murder you, if he's like, hey, let's go to the cliffs today. You know what, Dad? I, I'm not feeling so good. I think I got the uh, diarrheas today. Not going to go with you. Oh, my God. I make light of it, but it's absolutely horrible. I mean, it's really... That's so traumatic. Awful. The parents seemed to leave her with other people, and she told me she was molested at the age of three. Hmm. Wonder who could have been one of the suspects. Wouldn't surprise me 
in the least bit. Alright. Fortunately, she was able to cut off contact with her biological father after visitations were no longer necessary. Thank God for that. She lives happily with her mother and stepfather and three brothers. The breakup initially started with my reaction to her canceling our plans. This has been an ongoing issue because I've only I've been the only one initiating reaching out and planning everything and sometimes I'm left wondering if plans will ever follow through. So, you can see his beliefs are already affecting everything. He's looking at things and he's feeling particularly sensitive. She doesn't care about me. I can already see the underlying issue here. She doesn't really care about me. Reasons are legitimate that she had to take care of her three brothers if the parents were away or she had to clean up and help around the house. At first, I let the canceling slide and didn't worry about it, but my parents started giving me thoughts like, if she loved you, she would make time for you, or you're not that important to her, and that line of thinking built up my insecurity. Well, thanks, Mom and Dad, for such supportive and kind words. This is why I tell you, do not go to your friends and family for advice. Look at what they're telling this guy. If she loved you, she would make time for you, or you're not that important to her. Wow, how about mind your own business? Because they're making him destroy this relationship. Maybe they're intentionally doing it. I asked if her parents were on good terms with me, and she said they weren't because she told them that I wasn't really listening to her as much. Since I figured her parents were on good terms, I assume that they were pulling her away from me. Another belief, scaring him. I told her that line of thinking, and she was believably bothered. I initially gave her space when I told her I was upset at her cancellation. She was given the option to stay or clean or go with me. She chose to stay and clean. Then I lashed out a day later and told her I didn't feel appreciated or happy with the relationship because I felt I was giving more effort. Now where do you think that came from? Parents had a negative influence on him, so he completely lost it, had a meltdown because he was listening to their terrible advice, and it ultimately helped him doom this relationship. Then, after she told me that she was sorry for wasting my time and money, and told me it was unhealthy for me to know that I invested so much. She then tells me that I need someone who can support and appreciate me more than her. I begged a little bit and told her not to quit on me. And I told her, as a couple, we should figure it out and learn to grow from some rough situations. Well, there are a lot of situations during our relationships that are very challenging. And we do need to stick together. Because what's the point of being in a relationship if you're just going to abandon ship? at the first sight of a wave. And not these waves. Hello! Uh, man, that was awful. I hope at least somebody that was having a bad day laughed at that terrible joke. Remember, I can't afford a writing staff. I gave her space again, only for her to tell me we had amazing times together and great conversation, but I don't know if I want things to be that way at this point. I just need to move on. Oof. That would hurt to hear. 
I begged once more and told her that she made me the happiest and wrote a long heartfelt message and told her couples fight and make up and I told her that we should be a team working through this together. I wonder if his parents gave her him that advice too. You should tell her that you're a team that's supposed to work together. Quiet you, you got me into this mess. She then responds in a cold manner. It's getting late and I have to get up early tomorrow. Good night. I felt so angry at how betrayed I felt. I asked if she loved me, but I didn't get a response. I then say, I guess you never loved me. Good night. Lot of drama. None of this is going to make a relationship work. Can't be like that. She then deleted photos of us on her Instagram, and I proceeded to do the same. Well, if you're going to delete me, I'm going to delete you. We use Facebook Messenger to talk most of the time, since she lived 30 minutes away. So I unfriended her on Facebook, and I told her as my final goodbye. Ooh, lots of drama. I gave you all my heart. I gave you all my love. But you stepped on it and treated it like crap. He didn't say crap, by the way. Hope you're happy. You're right. I do deserve better. Oh. Oh, such dramatic words. That will bring her back. You were trying to punish her. Not going to work. You think that talking to her like that is going to make her regret her decision? No. It's going to make her say... Glad I dumped him. You're not acting like an adult here. And I highly recommend you stick <laughs> or you stay away from advice that your parents are giving you because they got you into this mess. Their beliefs totally impacted your thoughts about how things were going and ultimately caused you to self-destruct here. Then I lashed out some more and told her, I wanted to make this relationship work, but seems like you never cared about me to begin with. I then proceeded to make the offer, if you ever change your mind, let me know. I'll let you do your life. Okay. I got no response until I felt extremely bad and told her hours later that I was sorry I couldn't sleep or eat. I told her the emotions got the best of my reasoning to say some of those things. That is exactly what I told you guys was going to happen at the beginning of this video. She then told me, if you're looking for forgiveness, then I forgive you. If you're looking for an apology, then I'm sorry. I want you to move on. I told her I will cherish all of the beautiful memories we had together and I told her that I still loved her and if she ever changed her heart to let me know. I then tell her to have a nice life and she responded to you or to me, you too, I wish you the best. Man, a lot of drama going on here. That was the last interaction I had with her. The breakup was through text by the way and that was about two weeks ago. My ex didn't really say the problems, just told me I deserved better. But she did mention I was controlling only because I told her to limit contact through phone 
because I value person-to-person -person communication. Well, that's interesting. So she was trying to be in contact with you and you're like, no, we need to limit this. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, I do agree that you definitely want to spend more time in person with your partner. But if they're reaching out to you, you don't have to necessarily tell them, you know, I don't want to be in communication like this. I would just maybe contact them when you have free time. You don't want to sit by the phone or put your life on hold. But you also don't want to make your partner feel like you don't care about them and that you don't want to talk to them either. I did get mad if things weren't going my way. I talk to you guys about this all the time. I didn't respect her decision when it came to waiting for sex as I persisted a little. Or a lot, I think you mean to say. Also, my parents' negative comments affected me and causing me to become insecure. Absolutely. And I can only imagine what it must have been like growing up with those parents. Although, it certainly seems like a picnic compared to her dad. Hopefully this isn't too long, but I wanted you to understand the situation almost entirely so you can have a sense of what's going on. I've been in no contact uh, since then, and I've been reflecting on my mistakes and learning to better myself as a person throughout this period. My question is, should I try and reach out to her one or two months time and show her that I've changed and that I've learned from my mistakes? So there is a good chance at reconciliation. At this point, I don't know if her parents like me enough to have her spend time with me once again. Well, I would definitely not recommend reaching out to this woman. You guys are um, in two different places at this point. And you're sitting there longing for her, wanting her back. But right now, she's like, have a good life. And you kind of brought it upon yourself. You kind of brought most of this upon yourself. And you've barely gone any time without talking to her. And you're already trying to act like you've changed. Your, your plan already is, I'm going to let her know that I've changed. It's hardly been any time you haven't changed. If you think that you've changed this quickly, that just goes to show how little you have actually changed. It takes time and real effort to change. And that's why I always tell you guys, you've got to do the work. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes quite a bit of time to make long-lasting changes. Because you think, by learning a little bit of this stuff, that you're a different person? Well, guess what happens? Two or three months later, you're not doing the work. You go back to your old ways. As soon as your anxiety is triggered, you lash out, you become controlling, manipulative, hurtful, and do all of the things that he did in this video that ultimately sabotage the relationship. So, for all of you guys that think I'm counting every single day and you're counting the hours in between, you know, talking to them, you need to kind of reframe the way you look at it. It's not necessarily a bad thing that you have extra time away from them because you need this time to really make long-lasting changes, especially if you've been this destructive in a relationship where you're constantly sabotaging it, lashing out, 
losing emotional self-control. This guy was completely selfish in this relationship. Think about it. All he cared about was what do I want? What do I need? How do I feel? And it ultimately cost him this relationship. And right now, he's doing it again. He's thinking, I've changed. I'm going to tell her how I've changed. A month or two from now, listen, it's going to take quite a while to make real long-lasting changes in a situation like this. You know, obviously, his parents were not the best influences on him, and they caused him to, well, they didn't cause him to, but they had a significant influence on his beliefs about love and relationship, and they kept putting these things in his mind that were making him anxious and scared that she was going to completely abandon him. So, if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net. I do email coaching, I do Skype coaching, and if you got to get in touch with me right away, I do emergency coaching. If you like the video, throw a like on there. I do appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to the channel because I do post videos Monday through Friday. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.